everyone, and welcome down to episode number 25 in 2022 for the Down South Photo Show. We have made it through to another year. Let's see what this year brings. Should be fun. Uh, I'd like to say a very hello to my good mate down in Tasmania, Cam Blake. G'day, Cam. G'day. Who are you again? I'm Brendan Waits. Another new year, nothing's changed. Still forget to introduce myself. <laughs> yeah. For those of you who don't know, I'm Brendan Waits. And I'd like to say uh, hello to my good mate down in Tasmania, Cam Blake. G'day, g'day Cam. G'day, friends. Now I know your name. I can actually talk to you now. It's good. It's, I, didn't, um, I, didn't, I didn't know who it was. Yeah. Well, yeah. look, you know, why would we... Why would anything improve while I'm in the no, off season? I can still I can I can still see you're not sixteen by nine crop is four by three or whatever. It's beautiful. Hey, come on, one thing at a time. I'll get the yeah, intro you're... right, then I'll get I'll go to sixteen nine. Yeah, you're so twenty twenty one. That's you. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm so last year. I don't know. So um, but yeah, year. happy happy New Year and Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to everyone. And uh, here we are, twenty twenty two. What could possibly go wrong? Um, That's right. Let's uh, hopefully. Hopefully. Think, Look, we're gross. not even going to dwell on it. We're just going to say no. good luck to everyone in 2022. <laughs> good luck. Hopefully, you're, you're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, because God knows we've got enough crap to deal with. So, <laughs> yeah. But thank you for joining us for another year of yeah. the Down South Photo Show. This is, the, as I say, the first episode for the year. Exciting times, always a time when, well, personally, we like to sort of sit down and think about the year ahead and stuff mm-hmm. we might want to achieve and goals and all that sort of stuff. So... You get to hit the, the the reset button and have another crack at things. I know that's yeah. been doing a bit of that lately. A couple of days off, which has been lovely. Yeah, um, that's good. Not and, nearly enough, but a couple of days off for sure. And you've been flat out at the shops, I imagine, over this silly season. Yeah, yeah. So those of you who don't know, I'm based in Ocean Grove in southern Victoria on the beautiful coastline. So we've got mm. a beautiful beach here that a lot of people from the big smoke in Melbourne, which is only 90 minutes away, like to head yeah. down to their holiday homes and caravan parks. And yeah. the joint is generally jumping. So uh, this year's no exception. It's been a little bit quieter compared to, say, summer 1920, um, for obvious <laughs> reasons. Things have been a little bit quieter. Yeah. A lot less internationals <clears throat> and that sort of stuff. Yeah. But still... Hard to get a car park around Ocean Grove, which is always a good sign for me. Um, yeah. Keeps the keeps the uh, the register ticking at my shop. So shops, well, you're do- plural. You're doing, you're doing one better than Tasmania when you're saying you can't get a car park. We can't actually get cars down here because the higher cars, all gone. Everyone's hired them out. Um, oh, okay. They're, they're going for two or three hundred dollars a day. Wow. Yeah. So we are speaking of internationals and tourists. Uh, we opened up on December fifteen, just before Christmas, down here, and. Um, there's people around, but it's not chock-a-block. It's, the people are still yeah. a little bit, eh, whether or not I come or not, and uh, the issues with getting tests before they come down and all that jazz. So, uh, but, yeah, yeah, the high car, the, people, the spirit of Tassie is booked out until almost middle of next year because everyone's bringing their own cars down. So yep. Yep. it's crazy. What could but, you get for the Navara for a couple of days, mate? Well, it could be all right, couldn't it? <laughs> it could probably, That's right. Well, they actually did. There was a, the government, the, it was either the state government or the tourism board, put out something last year about actually hiring your own car out and they were, they were incentivizing people to do it. So the government was paying you to hire your car out because there was no hire cars here. I don't know how that worked legally. Like if you total someone's yeah, car. Right. Yeah, I'm sure there'd be insurance ramifications and stuff, but it's sort of like Airbnb for your car. Yeah, it was. It was very weird. So, But yeah, things are relatively normal down here in Tassie. Um, yeah, it's been a funny year. Hopefully, t- coming forward, twenty twenty two will be 
a bit a little bit less entertaining maybe it'll be nice apart from our show of course this is going to be entertaining all the way through <laughs> yeah well, um i've i've actually had a um over the festive season i've had several customers come in and say that they're listeners of the of the podcast which is pretty cool um, shout out shout out to mark who came in today and g'day, uh, mark. said g'day and um i've known mark for a little while but he, he said oh, I, I got onto your podcast and then i sort of realized it was pretty good <laughs> which i think is a com- i think's a compliment is that like uh, a three and a half star rating like- <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he listens he listens in his in, in the car on the way to work and that sort of yeah. stuff so and he said yeah. he, he sort of binge listened because he got onto us a bit late and he yep. binge listened and caught up so which was great i'll tell you what was great was the um the live show we did just prior to christmas yes whenever we i can't remember when we did that but it was yeah. uh Got a lot out of those. Um, yeah, definitely good. on our agenda, we, we've been talking a little bit about perhaps a live show every month. Uh, yeah. At the very least, a live show every season. But um, I think I think one a month would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, like on a Sunday afternoon, evening. And the reason I like them was because of the um, the uh, interaction. So the the, yeah. the the instant feedback you get, the questions that you get. And I think I work a little bit better on the fly as well of, of, of the questions coming in and it gives us, are you gives trying, us more content. Are you trying to indicate that the ones we pre-record are some way scripted or edited heavily? Because they're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're definitely not. Uh, no, because no. No, I do the do editing. Actually, so. do, we, do we actually cut anything out of these pre-recorded ones? I don't think we no, do, do we? Uh, the, only time, the only time we've had to cut out something was when I had a, one when I had a coughing fit that time. That's right. And the other one when I need uh, to go to the toilet. The bathroom break. That's yeah, right. Yeah, so that's, right. that's really yeah. been it. And we haven't even. And we had to bleep out a couple of companies that we bashed oh, yeah. one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you want me to drop so, their names again? So you got to. No, no, because I can't be bothered with the edit. Let's keep this edit nice and simple. Thank you. What have hey, you got there, Cameron? Speaking of, for, for those of you on the podcast and can't see, Cameron's holding something. I got a wrapped up print. So on the live show, we gave away two prints and a canvas. Now we did. The, I drew the winners of those, and that was on the Facebook page for the Down South. You looked very lonely doing that on your own. I, I felt did. terrible. I, I, felt, <laughs> I, 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 I was almost going to stick like a picture of you behind me just to make it sound like you were there. But um, yeah. anyway, and then the the thing, the random generator I had, which if you watched it. It, like it generated, an, I put all the names in. It generated a name, but before you got to the name, you had to click like all the thirty different free ads to get to the name because it was a free <laughs> program. So that was pretty crappy. But we gave away some prints, and one of the prints was won by a gentleman. I'm assuming gentleman Sam Wilson, who commented on the live show. But I haven't heard from Sam. I can't find him anywhere. I can't look him up anywhere. Sam. So Sam, if you're watching, which no doubt you are, because you're an avid listener slash watcher. Yes. Uh, there's a print for you. Can you please get in touch with us so we can send it to you? And yeah, the gentleman you're gonna have you're gonna have five Sam Wilsons contact us now. Well, the one that was the legit will do. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that one. That one. And the, and uh, I'm Sam Wilson. No, I'm, I'm Sam, Sam Wilson. <laughs> um, and the gentleman that won uh, the canvas print that you're going to do, he is yes. still still Matt. He's still waiting to get back to me. He's he's a little bit busy at the moment. Um, he's got a bit going on with his life there. So good luck to you, Matt. Um, Whenever you're ready, Matt. Yeah. So, so, but uh, yeah, the live shows shows are great. Uh, they they tend to get a good lot of interaction, and I like them. And uh, so, yeah, we can put one of those together a month or every season or something like that. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be great. Um, now, it is a photography show. Have you um, have you had the camera out of late, Mister? I, I I actually have. Um, and w- I went to Melbourne for a very very short period of time over Christmas, and I picked up myself another lens for my camera. Uh, which oh, yeah. and, 
Ooh. And so I'm, I'm using the little Leica at the moment, and I picked up a 35 mil lens, a 35 mil f2, just something a little bit wider than a 50 mil. It's Very pretty nice. cool. And I picked up this little macro adapter as well, so I can actually do macro because the Leicas only have like a like a 70 centimeter working distance, which is I don't know why it is that. I don't know what the deal with that is with the lenses that are made like that, but. Um, but I took a few photos, not in Melbourne. I've taken a few. The one behind me was only taken a couple of days ago. Uh, for those playing at home or on the podcast, this is a Tasmanian Waratah and a, one of the walking tracks up in the Hearts Mountains, which is about an hour and a bit south of Hobart. Uh, but yeah, I've had a, a few shots there and then, but um, not as much as I probably liked. Right. How's, your, how's your iPhone going? Well, you've, you've taken uh, probably 100 more photos than me in the last two weeks. All, all I seem to have on my, um, the only photos I've been able to take have been of the family at Christmas time, of course, yeah. and that sort of stuff, but definitely no landscape stuff. Having said that, I did on New Year's Day, did a little drive up into central Victoria oh, yes. to a little town called Elmore, where oh, yeah. my son is currently attending a thing called Vic Jam, which is the Victorian Scout Jamboree. Oh, yeah, cool. And yeah. Uh, it was only 40 degrees, so it wasn't oh, too bad. So overcast. Yeah. But what <laughs> I noticed, one thing I noticed about northern Victoria, as soon as you get across the divide, it could be 18 degrees here. Yep. And you get over that divide, the clouds all change to beautiful, white, yep. fluffy, you know, against stark blue skies. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's different there. The air's cleaner. It's clearer. There's something about going yeah. into interior of Australia. Yeah. Um, as I well, say, north of the dividing range. Well, we used to we used to see that every year we used to go up to Bright in northeast Victoria. As soon as you get over Seymour, and it's not much yes. of a it's not much of a range you go over at that stage. The, the no. Great Dividing Range is pretty low at that stage, but I think at that section it's only 600 meters. Yeah, it's, it's not very big at all. Yeah. And and you get yeah. over there and then you're right, it's like you go into another world. Like everything sort of the air gets clearer, yeah. the clouds get yeah. fluffier, the scenery gets a bit nicer and so yeah, but for, that would have been good. Is he still up there? Or is he back now? He's a, it's a yes. He's got a, it's ten nights, so um, cool. it's a big deal. It's a, it, it was actually supposed to be the Australian Jamboree, but of course with everything going on, they scaled it right back. Yeah. And when I say scaled it back, there are still four and a half thousand scouts there, uh, all tenting it on site. It's just it's a mobile city. It's absolutely yeah, right. incredible to see the logistics of it. Um, it's yeah. been months in the building of the site. They've got. They've got a stage there that would rival any rock concert I've ever been to, and every right. night they have rock concerts. That's brilliant. Fireworks display New Year's Eve. They've got an on-site um, like uh, water fun park set up. They've got it's wow. it's amazing. Uh, you know, climbing walls, ropes courses, That's mountain bike trails, um, photography and... courses. No. There you go. There's there's an opening. For you. There's an idea for get, you. Uh, yeah. No. Well, four and a half thousand instant customers there. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, you never know. Maybe something down the track we could do something like that. That'd be pretty cool, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah, but anyway, uh, as an aside, getting into those areas sort of was like, yeah, I got to get got to get in here a bit more with the old camera, and yeah, um, yeah. it's it's bad sometimes for me because I'll be driving and I start looking around like yeah. you know. It's, yeah, I do the yeah. same when you're when you're on a yeah. mission to go somewhere else. And yeah, you're like, there's a photo. Yeah. There's a photo. There's a photo. There's a photo. Yeah, I'd like to come back there at sunset or sunrise and. Isn't it funny though? I always think this as I'm going along that we're, we're all landscape photography or any photographer in, in general, but landscape probably more so. We're, we're all about capturing time. That's that's pretty much what we're doing. We're capturing a, a moment in time that you know the fleeting bit of light, but we need time to capture that time. 
And that, yeah. that sometimes becomes harder than the actual photography is actually yeah. getting time to go out and, 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 you know, go away from work or get away from family or go somewhere where you want to go and get there at the right time and get the shot. And I think it's getting harder and harder for people that making time to, to capture time is really quite tricky. It is, I think, particularly for guys like us with young families, mm. um, it, it makes it harder. But it just seems to be, and I suppose this is why I look forward to time off so much. Um, there always got to be somewhere. You got to get yeah. somewhere. You got there's something going on. There's always, you know, kids going to this and that sort of stuff, and and finding yeah. time for stuff. And then and then when you get your downtime, you know, you, I I don't tend to instantly gravitate towards photography because I need to have a couple of days off beforehand. Yeah, yeah. And then get into a bit of a groove, and you know, I can't. You can't force it. Yeah. And I think this is one. The one thing I tell students who do my entry level workshop is. You know, it's 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 like fishing. It just because you've got the best bait and the best gear in the world doesn't mean you're going to yeah. go out and catch the biggest fish. You know, yeah, that's it's, right. it's you got to you got to sort of let it come to you, and and having the right mindset is really important. Yeah. So when you are rushing around, it's fine. It's it's all fine and good to scout locations, but dude, there'd be I probably saw ten locations. I couldn't tell you where they are now. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I need to start jotting things down or. Yeah, you know, well, a, that's where that's what that's like a fish finder. Hit a thing on my thing, and it gives me a point where I can go back to. <laughs> well, that's where that's where your phones are really good as well. Now, like if you take a photo, like a GPS is where you are. You can go back and have a look yes. on a map to find out where you are. Yeah, and I, I love true. that about the phones. So, but I, I'm a little bit different to you, I reckon. Like I, I go through little slumps where I'm like, oh gee, I really need to go out and take some photos. And I, I sort of work the other way. I, I force myself to go, regard like even this shot behind us, like. I went up there with a friend Chelsea to go do sunset. As you can tell, it wasn't going to happen. But what a I'm like, yeah, I'm not a cracker. Yeah, it happened somewhere. Um, but I, I was of the opinion, like you know, bugger this. I just want to get out. I want to go for a walk. I just want to see something. It, it'll happen. I'll find some photos. I'll take some shots. And it just felt good getting the camera out, testing a yeah. few new things, shooting in different yeah. conditions and stuff like that. I, so I got, I got to say, you're, you're exactly right, and and it's probably a, a mindset that I've got to shift to. Yeah. Um, because as I say, the majority of my photos are either taken when I'm on the way back from something else or on the way to something else. And because yeah. life's busy, right? So no, yeah. it's good to, it, it's a good attitude to have. Yeah. And having said that as well, um, we'll just dwell for a second about uh, photography stuff that you got for Christmas. Oh, yes. Because I got, I got something for Christmas. Um, Another iPhone. Photography related. I didn't even have to buy it myself. My darling daughter uh, really? bought it for me. She bought me a three-pack of film. Good and uh, I was touched. It was like, yeah, that's cool. Because she knows that you gave me that K1000 last year. Oh, yes, yes. Perfect. And she also knows that that friggin' thing is sitting behind me gathering dust. And yes. I've got to get it out. And she goes, Dad, you sell film, but you never bring a pack of film home with you. Yeah. What's wrong with you, Dad? Like, She's like, this is the first step. See, it's yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny. Yeah, so... It's funny you say that because today I was out at the gallery today, uh, out of Richmond. Come and say hello if you're in Richmond, Sixteen Bridge Road, plug Richmond. For you, that is a plug. And we had some customers. It was quite funny. I went there for an hour and a half, and within the first five minutes, we had like twelve people in this gallery. All I'm like, I'm like, holy shit, there's people everywhere. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> um, but there was a family down there who had just moved to Tassie from. The bell, uh, what the bell, uh, what's your peninsula called? The Ballerine. Ballerine. I was going to say Benalla. God. Uh, from the Ballerine Peninsula, they lived down just out of Geelong, yeah. and they were having a good look around. And they had a, they're quite a big family, but there was only a few of them there at the time. But there was a, a young girl who was part of the family who is a photographer, studying photography, moving down here with her parents, 
uh, and shot film. So we had a good we had a good ten minute chat about what film she was using, what camera she's using. She's got every film camera under the sky you can think of, and she loves it. She just loves the idea of getting out and shooting film. And yeah, you know, I, I agree. Like shooting film yep. is incredible for, and it's good I'm for you. Off, I'm going off camera for one sec. Keep talking. You, oh, you go off camera. Um, it is great that you actually can get out and shoot film. I think it makes you a better photographer, and I think it makes you think more, and I think it makes you focus more. Pun intended. You know, I, th- I think it's good if people can get film cameras and go out and shoot film. I think yep. it's a good thing. Yeah. So I'm putting this thing. Oh, there it is. That's a nice looking camera. I know, isn't it? It's huge too. Oh no, that's only because I'm holding it. No, it's <laughs> it's awesome. I can't wait to get yep. some film into that thing. So I've got it now. And so what I'm going to do, um, I've got a little road trip down to Port Ferry at the end of January. Oh yeah. That's coming with, yeah. um, and I'm going to do shots on my um, digital SLR, that, and my phone, and do like comparisons. And it'll be it'll be interesting for me because it'll, I'll have to. It's not so much I'll have to change the way I take photos. The 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 principles are all the same, I guess. Yeah. But I'll be interested to see just the mechanics of it and yeah. how, what sort of habits I've formed, good or bad, by yeah. shooting purely digital to this point and not shooting film yeah. and of course not knowing the results for like a week yeah so well, that's I, where it's I, going to be interesting I, I challenge a lot of people and i'll challenge all our listeners out here and feel free to share your results on our facebook page but i i challenge myself sometimes where i'm like oh i'd love to go out mount wellington and take some photos but i'm not taking a digital camera i'm just mm-hmm. going to take i'm just gonna, and you know if if the greatest shot in the world happens while i'm out there and i've only got a film camera then so be it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think it, what it does, it puts you in a complete mindset that, okay, I, I can't cheat here. I can't stuff around. I can't take yeah. 20 shots of the same thing and get it right off. And, and it's ama- if you, I think if you, out of every a dozen shoots you go out and do, if you do one of them that's purely film only, I reckon it improves your photography quicker than if you did more digital than not. Okay, so this is, this is a good topic because yeah. um, I've probably... It, definitely in the last, well, since Christmas, where are we now? We're recording this on the 4th, so what's that, a week and a bit up, well, 10 days after Christmas. Yeah. I've, I've sold more film in the last 10 days than ever before. Film yeah. has has had a proper renaissance. It's back in a big way. Yeah. Um, particularly with uh, late teens, uh, you know, early yeah. early 20s. Um, it, it's, it's quite funny because... It's a given that your digital camera is going to take a better photo. It's going to, your phone is going to take a better photo. Is it? No, though? it is. Is it? No, no, it is. I disagree. Hold on. Hold I disagree. On. Let, me I put, disagree. let me put the little caveat Asterix. there. These kids are buying secondhand um, Pentax, you know, how can I explain it? They're not SLRs, right? They're compact yeah. film cameras, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That had questionable optics to begin with. But a lot of them are also buying, and I sell them, so this is not a plug, but it happened. I just happened to sell them. Agfa and Kodak have re-released compact film cameras. Yeah. Right. And we stock them. They're plastic lenses, but one good thing is they're not disposable. So these disposable cameras that were really popular for a while, they are banned at camera and photo. We don't sell those anymore. Yeah. Because they're landfill. Yeah. They'll take a photo and end up in a hole in the ground. So we've started selling reusable Film cameras, yes, they're made from plastic, but they're definitely not single-use plastic. Yeah. They get used, you reload them with film. 
Anywho, we're getting a lot of those back in. And the look is really cool. It has yeah. that retro, semi-washed yeah. out, you know what I'm talking about, grainy, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. They like it. They load it with the 400 film because they know that that's going to give them that grainy look that they're looking for. So there, yeah. there's a bit of knowledge there. But um, it's just fascinating to me. The, the, back in the day, there was no choice. Now there is a choice. A cho- that's right, yeah. And they still want to go for that film look, even though the instant gratification of whipping out a phone, taking a photo, putting on social media, that's yeah. probably still happening. But yeah. now they want that film look with their photos, and I don't know whether it's just a trend. Is it cool, or they genuinely like the process? You know, you know what I'm going to say. I got my little Olympus on one here, right? Nice. We'll have a camera off. <laughs> you know what? You, I can tell you right now what the what the whole attraction to film cameras is, and it's as simple as this. Yes, that's all it is. People, right, you need to do do that closer to your mic so that people. <laughs> On the podcast, could hear it. So people, so, people love the idea of winding ooh, something to, on. Listen to this bad boy. Hang on, ready? Oh, oh it's a clunk. Oh, that's a clunk. It's a clunk. Oh, there we go. It's there we go. I think it's the clunk. I think you're right. I, I, I think it is click. the clunk. It, it's the click, and I think also, like, yeah, film gives you amazing sort of feel and, and results, and you get that grain. Like I've, I've shot in large format, which is five inch by four inch sheet film. And mm-hmm. I can tell you now, you, you hold up a sheet film next to a digital print or whatever, and the film looks better every time. It's finer grain, it's higher resolution, more natural colour. Like digital, you can you can pick a digital file against a film file any day of the week. So yeah, I, I still go back to that idea. Like I said, if people are listening and they you know they've got an old film camera that still works, grab some film off Brendan or your local camera shop wherever you are. And and do it do it once a month. Go out and put a roll of film out. It doesn't it yeah. doesn't cost the world to to develop it anymore. Like it's you know it's only a couple of cups yeah. of coffee. Um, yeah. Get out there and it does make you a better photographer. If you I can swear by this. If you put twelve rolls of film through in twenty twenty two, I bet you your photos with your digital camera improve tenfold. Yeah, and I think they will um, for the simple reason that every time you push the button. It is actually worth something, um, both monetary. <laughs> Do- and, yeah. well, here's the thing, Cam. Like, so I'll I'll sell these kids a, ca- a, a camera and three rolls of film for a hundred bucks, right? Yeah. Um, so, well, let's say you come in and buy a three pack of film. That's thirty dollars. So it's ten roll, ten dollars a roll to yeah. buy it. It's then twenty five dollars a roll to process it. So it's thirty five bucks, give or take. Yeah. Right to buy the roll of film. And process that's a 24 exposure film, so it's basically a yeah. dollar fifty every time you push the button. Now, you know, that's it's, it's just interesting that kids are deciding to spend their hard earned on that. Whereas, yeah. you know, the digital camera, the phone doesn't cost them a brass razoo, they just take as many photos as they want, it's on yeah. a plan. And, and it's it's just it's an interesting mindset that it swung back given how expensive it is to, to, to do film and processing. Oh, well, hopefully, they're not shooting this stuff. Can you see that stuff? Velvia. That that's about five bucks a shot. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah. I think I think what's happening is, and it's like everything. Like same with music, vinyl. Like vinyl came back with a bang. Um, old cars, they come back with a bang. Old clothes, fashion comes back with a bang. I think what people are doing is bucking the bucking the trend of digital cameras. And I think what a lot of people are now starting to understand. And I think I think again, social media's got a lot to play with this. But I think a lot of people are now starting to see that. Oh, hang on! That photo that's been edited for twelve hours looks mm. nothing like what a photograph should look like. 
I don't want to do that, and that that's not photography. I think people are actually starting to really find their love of photography yeah. again as yeah. an art. Which um, which which brings me around to the point I always make. So and and we've been we we've both been in the industry for quite some time, and, and we were we were there when digital became mm. the thing, right? Yeah. And people ask me from the start, what's better, film or digital? And I've always maintained the fact that you can't compare them. One's yep. an analog system, one's a digital system. Yeah. Now, in terms of pure results, it's I think it's unfair to compare them because they yeah. both they're completely different. One is yeah. a chemical process, one is a electronic process. So, yeah. um, you know, it's like train lines; they're never going to cross. They're, they're they're always going to have pros and cons either way. So it's a, yeah. it's a bit of a moot point, I think, when people say what's better. Well, they're both great. Yeah, uh, really, and both of them have pros and cons, as I say, and both of them sort of scratch each other's back. So, as you say, if you go out and use your film camera a lot more, you're probably going to end up with better results digital. Same goes the other way. I would have thought because because yeah. yep. in terms of exposing a digital sensor and exposing a piece of film, that physical process is the same. Yeah, you know the you know you've still got your aperture values and your and your, and your shutter speeds, and to yeah. some extent an ISO in terms of the grain of your film versus yeah. the ISO setting in your camera. So the old exposure triangle still still rings yeah, true yeah. for film. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's just an int- it's just interesting that it's it's always been this thing. Well, what's better, film or digital? The look and feel of film is a very tactile thing. It's a very human thing, I reckon. Yeah. Uh, and, then and I think I think I think I think also with film as well is there's a lot of history with film as well. So you know mm, unless mm. you know a lot of people have photo albums of negatives and can under, can remember winding things on and getting it developed and dropping it off the camera shop not knowing what they got all that kind yeah. of you know the, the poor wedding the poor wedding couple that put thirty five disposable cameras on the table not knowing what people are taking photos of <laughs> guilty <laughs> they, your honour <laughs> yeah the, the amount of bums and other things we saw come through the lab sometimes um, quick quick story so I got married in two thousand and one right. so we we're still on the turn of um, of digital well yep. digital was was new it really yeah. really new and I rocked up and I didn't book a wedding photographer. So I um I rocked up at my wedding with two film SLRs and forty rolls of film and gave twenty rolls of film to one brother and twenty rolls of film to another brother and said, Guess what? You're my wedding photographer. Right. On the day. On the day. And they're like, You f- what? <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, neither of them knew anything about photography really, but they could they could run an SLR. They knew how to focus the thing. Yeah. And I I love my wedding photos. Because they're so haphazard and because they're so not staged. We staged a couple of photos for the album, but the rest is... Like, I vividly remember seeing my brother, VB can in one hand, camera in the other, sitting back, taking it. He loved it. They had a ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was was like, well, you made me shoot your wedding. Um, Now you're shooting mine. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. The tradition tradition will be passed on. And we did the disposable camera thing on the table. Uh, I think we had 20 disposable cameras and got like eight photos. Yeah, <laughs> that we yeah, could if you, use. If anyone's having a wedding now and you're thinking of putting disposable cameras on your table, don't. don't. It's not, no, that's not. No. It's not worth it. It never. It never ends nicely. No, so. you'd be better off putting twenty iPhones out. <laughs> so. Well, it's true. That's true. Yeah, um, or, or just getting your guests to shoot your photos with. So we've got we've got through our intro. <laughs> we've gone. We've gone. Only took half an hour. We're, we're like we're not even on script. I don't think we're even in the same no. country as script. No, it's but, good. I, I like. I like yeah. it. It's good. It's a good. Um, lots well, of I think topics there. What I, what I'd like to see uh, is a few little comments on our little 
our show here. I'd like to people to tell us if they do have a film camera, what is it? I'd love yep. to see what people have got sitting in their closets. And I would like to also see or people put down when the last time they actually shot a roll of film. Because we have a lot of photographers that listen and watch. I'd be interested to see what the sort of ratio of people that have say that I haven't touched film for decades or I put a roll of film through over Christmas. I think yeah. it'd be quite interesting to hear what people have cool. to say. But, mm. Would be cool. And we're not filmist. If you don't, film's not your thing, sweet, whatever. We don't care. Yeah, yeah. But um, we, we won't it's interesting. It. I, and it, but it's funny though because I have a... A yearning for it. I want. Yeah. I want to go out and shoot film again. So yeah. it's 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 just it's just interesting. I I, 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 I always I always have my Olympus OM3 Ti in my bag when I go out, and it's always got a roll of Velvia in it, and I don't use it all the time. But if I get a really nice shot of my digital, I'm like, geez, that looked nice on film. And sometimes I just replicate it. Let's do the same shot, um, and put them together and have a look, and then scan them and have a look. The funny thing is, the ironic thing is that if, when we get all these digital shots, uh, film shots back. We digitize them through a scanner. That's right. So Correct. it makes no sense. So yeah. if you if you come into camera and photo and you drop off a roll of film, you have an option to for me just to Dropbox you the prints, or the images. All oh, right, uh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. So and which is the cheapest way to do it, and it's actually, in my opinion, the best way to do it because it's best for the environment because yeah. you might get your roll of twenty four and there's only five that you actually should have got printed. Yeah. So yeah. we give people the option to get the photos digitally. Uh, a set of prints or on USB or all three. So, yeah. you know, and, and nine times out of 10 now, people are just, oh yeah, just Dropbox me to, and then dispose of the film. Yeah. So they end up with scans anyway. Yeah, so it's, right. it is it is ironic. But like I said, the, 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 the chalk and cheese, it yeah. just happens to be that the way, the delivery method is now by scanning. So Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's yeah. the most efficient, most efficient way to do it. Um, so one, one topic we did want to talk about other than all that crap we just went on with so if you listen this far this is actually what we're talking about for the next few minutes well, you, well you now, we've only got like five minutes no you, you can, you can uh, now see you can now see how scripted we are with these pre-recorded shows yeah that's right um one of our topics was goal setting for 2022 now mm. um i haven't really given this a lot of thought i'll be honest but um in terms of photography, I haven't given a lot of thought, but uh, yeah. um, you you sort of hinted that you might have set yourself a couple of little goals this year. Yeah, I I, I do this sort of most years, um, not always at the start of the year, but somewhere you know, through the year I sort of make a goal. And at that going back to what we were talking about a few minutes ago, that just getting your ass off the, the seat and going out and doing stuff. I think having yourself a bit of a goal throughout the year to go out and shoot something um, will encourage you to actually go out and shoot something. If you don't have a goal, yes. then you just sort of, you think, oh, well, I might have a time on this weekend. I might go out and do a photo of this or do that. But if you set yourself a goal, and I remember when I first moved down here to Tassie, um, Tassie's got waterfalls everywhere, like 200 different waterfalls. I set myself a task to do 52 waterfalls in 52 weeks. I remember it well. Yeah. Um, and it didn't mean I had to do one waterfall a week. I could, there's some that were really close. I could do like four in a day or whatever. But it gave me a, a goal to get through the year and shoot waterfalls. And shooting waterfalls, my ability went from being okay at shooting waterfalls to being really, really good at shooting waterfalls in a matter of 20 waterfalls because I was doing it so long. So so what I'm going to do this year, um, down here they've got the Tassie 60 Greatest Short Walks. So there's 60 mm -hmm. little little short walks all around Tassie. There's 60 of them. Um, and some of them are you know, literally 400 metres. Some of them are half-day hikes, whatever it might be. Um, having a look through this little booklet that Parks and Wildlife give out, I've, I've pretty much done a lot of them already over the last 12 years I've been here. But I'm going to do them again. I'm going to set myself a goal to do these 60 walks again and photograph them and document them each one I go through. So 
I was putting it out there that I think setting goals is a good thing because it does get you out shooting more frequently. And uh, I think it'd be interesting to see what our viewers might do setting goals for themselves or whether or not they don't. Um, but I think it's a good way to practice by not really practicing. You sort of set yourself a goal and it gives you a purpose to get out there more often. Absolutely. That, that sounds pretty cool. So basically, if you do... Uh, is it So you want to do one a week? Is that your plan or just well, do the 60 over a year? I do, I'll do 60 over the year. Um, so where this shot behind me is, and, and Taz Parks and Wildlife are a little bit cheeky, behind us here is the Hearts Mountain National Park. There's three walks in this park. And they're all on this track. You pass them all on the same on the same walk. So you can do you can walk to the yes. Hearts Peak, three and tick off three. Of one on this track. Yeah, you do. You do get. And there's a few of them. There's a few of them like that where you get two or three for the price of one in a, mm. in, a in a day walk or something like that. So, um, so I'm going to try and do at least a good couple of outings each month, and try and tick off you know four or five a month or whatever it might be, uh, and then get get through to them. And some of them you know I haven't done before. It's probably a dozen or so I haven't done. Uh, and there are some that I've done a few times, but they are really nice walks. And I'm looking forward to doing it again. And not only does it get me out shooting, but it keeps me a bit fitter, keeps me off the couch, um, it gets me outside, gets me some fresh air. I take the kids. A lot of these are really friendly walks as well for families. So I'm sure people that listen where they live have little walks or, you know, set yourself a goal to do a certain amount of national parks in Victoria or Queensland or New South Wales, wherever you are, and tick them off because, yeah, it's good fun. It gives you something to do. No, that's a, that's a very good, uh, very good goal, and it'll stimulate you a lot because you. Um, I would imagine. I mean, Tassie's quite diverse, so there's going to be mm. sixty walks in sixty very different locations. Yeah, yeah, a lot of there's lots of forests, lakes, mountains, beaches. Uh, there's actually quite a few that are through historic ruins as well, cool. uh, which is cool. So it'll be, give me something different to look at when you're shooting as well. But um, yeah, I just think it's a good idea for, to improve your photography. I think it's good just to have some sort of goal. And it doesn't have to be, I don't think, it doesn't have to be something like that. It could be just simply, okay, I want to, I want to shoot a sunrise every every month or I want to shoot a sunset every month and plan it, you know, get out yeah. there, prepare yourself. Folks, if, you, if you've ever thought of, you know, oh, God, I'll, I'll shoot the sunrise, do it. Get up and shoot the sunrise. You will, you never regret it. Even if the conditions are shite, you never regret just going to do it. It's it's so good. Even if you don't come back with one photo, going yep. to see a sunrise should be a regular thing yep. that you do. I, I do this a lot on workshops, and I'm sure my guests tune into it pretty quickly. But I, I, I'll be honest, I hate sunrises. I hate mm -hmm. getting up for sunrises. I hate the idea of it. If I was, if I had my time again, I wouldn't be a landscape photographer. <laughs> um, but we do some workshops where the sun's up pretty early, and um, but I've never, I don't think I've ever once regretted. I might regret the idea of getting up. I might not like the idea of getting up. We might go out and get a shot that's nothing that special. But when you get back and you get to, to me, I get around to about like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, geez, I'm glad I got up early. I saw the yep. start of the day. I'm yep. wide awake. I've done so much stuff already. It's good for you. It's amazing what you can achieve. And, mm. and particularly at this time of year when it's light at like 4.30 there, isn't it? Or something? <laughs> I, I made the mistake last year of running a Tarkine workshop in January. Whoops. Man, it was brutal. It, yes. We were up, we were, like, this, it's not dark here until 10 o'clock. Yeah. And, it's, and the sun's popping up at about quarter past four. Mm -hmm. it, and it was it was brutal. And I, yeah. I, I, and usually on a workshop, you know, sometimes I'm in the background praying for rain, like, oh, please let it rain today. We just call it off. The, don't worry about staying in bed, folks. No, nah, 
every day was spot on. <laughs> so, and so by the time we got to the end of the workshop, we we're all eyes hanging out on our cheeks. And yeah, but we got we got some good shots. But yeah, I agree. Get up, sh- shoot the sunset, sunrises, make the effort. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, and, it, and if you know, the goal could be, you know, if you're a real coastal photographer, then go shoot some more forests, or vice versa. You know, yeah, diversify sure. yourself a bit and, and challenge yourself. Yeah, yeah. Lay, lay down a few challenges. For, I mean, what? Well, can, nothing can go wrong. I mean, it's just go out and do it. Like, yeah, it'd be, yeah. Um, easy for here's me a, to say. Do as I thought, say, not as I do. <laughs> yeah. Here's a thought on the fly. How about as a down south photo show, we set a theme each month or a challenge for each month that people listening or watching can go out and hey, yes. this month your your challenge is to shoot X. And then the people can just share them on our Facebook page. Right. Well, I think I think reckon? it's very comfortable and easy for us to say what the topic for January is, this being the first podcast of the year. The topic for January is the sunrise. Uh, so where you probably, yeah. let's say the sunrise near you. Like we want to see photos from your backyard. You know, not yeah. you, Cam, but the listeners. <laughs> we know if your I have, backyard. If, if I have 227 uh, people sitting in my backyard right. one day, I'll... Yeah, yeah. Not, um, not, not we literally to... your backyard, but like you know your neck of the woods. Yeah, your neck. Yeah, we don't want. To, we don't want. Yeah, we don't want a whole lot of shots of your clothesline with the sun sunrise in the background. But no. yes, let's let's do that. And let's, nor, uh, nor do we want two hundred photos of the summer apostles at sunrise either. So no, that, <laughs> that, that's right. But yeah, be be a bit creative. You've got you've got until the end of the month. Um, feel free if you get a shot that you're happy with, post it up on our Down South Photo Show Facebook page, which is in the links of the details below. And we'll share them as we go along. We'll give you credit. We'll share them. We'll print them yes. off. We'll frame them. We'll, we'll sell them as our own. And we won't have to work again. Exactly. That's right. No, we'll work a day in our life. This calls <laughs> yeah. for a hashtag. You, you need to work out a hashtag. And we'll, we, uh, it'll be uh, January sunrise or something like that. We'll come up with it. We'll, we'll work something out and we'll, we'll, we'll post that somewhere. Um, uh, yeah. To that end as well, with any luck, the, the podcast will go back to a fairly regular weekly basis now. Yep. Um, save for my uh, week off at the end of January, which um, I will not be doing any podcasting then. We might be able to find you a little guest for that one, Cam, towards the end of Jan. Yeah, we could do that. We'll see if anyone's listening and would like to come onto the podcast and have a chat with Cam about their photography. Anyway, we'll get to that. Um, But goal setting as far as I'm concerned for 2022, um, there are a lot more to do with my business. which by sort of extension of my photography is my business, I suppose. But um, one is definitely my website is in desperate need of a makeover. It feels like a house that's falling apart and needs a renovation. So that's going to be, um, I like the what look and it? feel of my website, but it's as holy Brendan as Waits, Is it Brendan Waits Photography? Cameraandphoto.com.au, oh, my friend. You don't, you don't have one for your own stuff, do you? I don't. I don't have a... I used My website used to be brendanwaitsphotography.com.au, but now it's cameraandphoto.com.au. And um, I've got my gallery page there, and which is great, but it needs it just needs a makeover. It's, uh, I'm, lo- it's I'm, lo- not... I'm, looking, I'm looking at it now. There's some... Is that kangaroo jumping across the water for real? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and yes. surely that's digital and manipulated. It's it, That's right. And <laughs> shot on film. Yes. That's there where I was go. going. So uh, yeah. jump on my website, cameraandphoto.com.au, go to the gallery, go to the wildlife page, and have a look at my uh, can- kangaroo hop across the lake. It's called Across Australia is where it's found. There you go. That, you don't even know where it is. Yeah, we'll go to can- my Across Australia page. <laughs> All right. <laughs> let's, 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 let's test your knowledge. What lake was it shot on? Lake Catharaba. Oh, there you go. It was your shot then. 
Yeah. <laughs> How many times do you reckon I've said that? Where did you yeah. get that? That's it, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, it'll be, yeah, the website will get get a, get a makeover. Uh, yeah. Like I said, towards the end of last year, my workshops are back, which is fantastic. Yeah. I actually sold uh, a number of gift vouchers for my, website, for my workshops over sure. Christmas, so I better bloody well run them now. People yeah, are prepaid, so I'm going to get out and yeah. do that. So... There'll be there'll be that sort of stuff. There's yeah, there's a lot of um, I suppose over the last two years, I feel like I've sort of been on a long service leave for two years. That's that, it's weird. It's like you know I've sort of drifted in and out of hard work, if you like. It's been yeah, yeah. you know it's never I've never had a real long stretch of where it's been tough, busy because then we had lockdowns and things yeah. were just the brakes were on. So well, it's funny you yeah. say that because the the people I met today from your neck of the woods down here. They said the same thing. It's been just the last two years have just been stop start. Like, yeah, we're going. Oh no, we're not. Oh, we're yeah. we're not. Like, it's just been no one. You can't get any momentum. So yeah, correct. Yeah, exactly. It's been tough mm. to get your teeth into stuff. And yeah, uh, the website was one area where you'd think I would have put more time into, but just I don't know. Motivation was tough, I suppose, as well. So yeah, trying to get that, trying to get that sorted out. Um, thanks for that awesome hashtag that I can't repeat, Cameron. <laughs> that you just put in our notes. That was. Uh, it's yes. good, isn't it? <laughs> it's a it's a beauty. Uh, yeah, it's a good one. I like. But I think I think you're right though as well. Like if if it's not necessarily photography goals, if people you know a lot of people want to start a website up or want to get a mm. gallery going or some sort of online thing happening, then you know set that as a goal for the year that. You know, by the end of the year, you want to have a fully yeah. functioning gallery or website or whatever it might be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and the, the, I do would like to set myself one more um, goal for this year, and that is to take at least one photo in Tasmania this year. Well, I will fall over with shock if you do that. I, I I'm think not gonna, I'm not even going to tell you. I'm just going to turn up. <laughs> is there any room? I, I reckon this year as well, uh, and I'm going to push hard for this as well, but I reckon you and I should do maybe a weekend workshop yeah. up for you. Yeah, no, um, I think that I think that that's definitely got legs, and um, yeah. we will we will get that happening. Yeah, at some point we'll, we'll, we'll work get, it we'll, out. We'll get it working. Cool. Well, there you go. That's yeah, that's, our, that's our goals for twenty twenty two set out. Yes, nice. Um, um, we're gonna the, that second topic that I've got listed there. We're gonna hang over for next week's podcast yeah, yeah, we'll, because we'll, we're we'll already out to forty five minutes. I know we, we crapped, we crapped <laughs> After, off that film, didn't we? In the in the pre meeting that we had for two minutes before we started recording this i said to cam there's no real need to make this a really long podcast because like we you know it's just a bit of a bit of a you know hey we're still here sort of thing and welcome to 2022 but we've crapped on now for 45 minutes as it is so yeah um a couple of other little bits of homework as well um we want to keep our dear cam segment going so um We've had some really cool questions on the deer cam. We get some good feedback on that. That quite often the question that comes in is a question that someone else or you've got that you wanted answered. So uh, yeah. shoot us a deer cam question for next week and our good friend there in Tasmania will try and answer it for you. It can be anything photography related, not not necessarily landscape. It would be yeah. cool if it was landscape because that's what this is all about. But if you've got any uh, gear well, questions or well, we film questions. A, we actually had an email over the, over the Christmas break from a... A very loyal listener, Dave Marland, who is just hey, booked. Hey, David's just booked his seat on the Franklin River next this year in All November. Right. Yeah, All right, he's coming. He's he's yeah. coming on a mission. But he said uh, it'd be a good idea to maybe try and get some people on here um, talking about um, what they've learned at workshops and things. Maybe talking about their experience they've had doing stuff with workshops, not necessarily with us, but just in general what they've gone out and learnt and 
Yeah, good like point that. because so, I'm sure there's people out there who who are a bit hesitant about booking a workshop. Um, yes, yeah. Because they don't really know, you know, what what goes on in these things. So yeah, that's that, that's yeah. definitely a good idea. And though. and and having and having it come from a guest's mouth, not necessarily us plugging what we do, because yeah. like I said, it's not necessarily all about us, but. Like you said, sort of having an example of what happens on a workshop because I'm sure a lot of people think, oh, that sounds like a good idea. You know, I've got to put a bit of money away for it. Is it worth it? Is it not worth it? So I think, yeah, this 2022 for the show, I think we'll definitely incorporate some more guests and bring it. We've got an extra box below us that we can bring someone in. We do. We can have. Do we have to bring Ash back? I think we should. Yeah, I think we should. I think we should. It's something. Did you see the spike? I did see the spike. Yeah, I'm still trying to get over it. But, I know. Yeah. I promised maybe, him new. I promised him new subscribers. I don't know if that delivered, but well, <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe when you're away this month, he can jump on and co-host with me. If he's not shooting a bloody wedding, my God, I've never. Well, he, he's shooted so many weddings. It's crazy. He, uh, he did one on the yeah. weekend. He's doing them midweek because people haven't been able to do weddings, so they're cramming them in as quick mid-week. as they can. Well, he'll be burnt out by February. Yeah, that's right. He'll need to come on the podcast. He, he won't sure. want to pick up a camera until September. <laughs> that's exactly right. That's exactly yeah. right. Um, so, Cam, just uh, tell people quickly about your gallery and where it is at. Yeah, and... so what's going on? We've got the gallery. Uh, it's located at the Richmond Botanicals Company, uh, which is 16 uh, Bridge Road in Richmond. Uh, Richmond is pumping at the moment. So even though the, the state hasn't got heaps of people, Richmond is one place that everyone goes. So uh, we've got lots of people coming through. It's great. Uh, pop in and say hello. We're trying to be there every few days over the weekends and spending a few hours there. So if you're coming down the Tassie and you want to catch up at the gallery, shoot me a message and if I'm available, I'm more than happy to pop out and say day to people. Um, and then up until that, I haven't got much else going on until sort of, uh, well, actually I'm doing a big walk towards the end of this this month actually. Mm. I, I might have to keep that till next episode as well, but okay. I'm actually one of our listeners. I'm actually walking with one of our listeners, uh, and we're Very going good. to do the, we're going to do the South Coast Track, which is cool. eight day eight days hiking completely off the grid. Is this one so, you've done before? Or is there I'm, one I've never I've never done this one. This is probably one of go. the last tracks in Tassie I haven't done. You, I would have thought you would have <clears> circumnavigated <throat> that island by now on foot. Yeah, I pretty much have, but just not this bit. So it's really exciting. You got you got to fly in there. You got to get dropped off on an airstrip to get there. And so yeah, we'll we'll, we'll save that for another episode. What, but, sorry, uh, what's the name of the walk? It's called the South Coast Track. South Coast Track. Okay, so cool. it pretty much walks along the coastline along the southwest of Tasmania, where there is nothing. Which is World Heritage. Yeah, World National Heritage Park. Uh, wilderness of nothing but amazing beaches and mountains and stuff like that. So. Looking cool. forward to that. Doing that's that's why I'm out walking a bit. That's a bit of a goal for me. I need to get a few k's under the legs before I do that. Right. Okay. Um, well, we so look yeah, forward we'll, to seeing the results from that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, how about you? What's what's anything? You haven't got any workshops this month, have you? Uh, we will have workshops uh, starting again in February. That's right. Okay. So um, yep. at both stores, uh, Ocean Grove and Torquay. Um, but for the for the majority of, of this month, it's all about um, printing everyone's holiday photos and things like that. Yep. Um, keeping the stores ticking along. Uh, our online uh, photo ordering system is going gangbusters. So, and we do have Australia-wide delivery as well. So cameraandphoto.com.au and click on online prints. Let me mm. print your photos for you. We know what we're doing and we like to deliver good quality prints. So, um, did, I, did, gonna... I say, did I say correctly that you were crazy doing prints like the day before Christmas? Well, yeah. you, you, you put it out there and say, you bring it in today, I'll print it today. 
Yeah, um, that week leading up to Christmas, it sort of comes a bit of a joke where you know you call that last minute. I'll show you last minute. <laughs> yeah. And literally at 5 p.m. Christmas Eve, we printed our last photos. Wow. Um, yeah, it was pretty pretty hectic, but uh, mm. cool at the same time. We enjoy doing it. And like I said, we like – well, I know that we're, we, we're good printers. So um, yeah. come I, I our can, way. I can, and, ba- uh, I can vouch for that. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, um, sorry, yes. I was just going to say, I have to say hello to you from some people as well. So okay. on the, a Christmas break, I saw our good friends Bradley. Oh, Brad, Bradford. Bradford and Mark, uh, both nice them. They said, one. To say, they said to say hello. So the guys from um, DigiDirect, DigiDirect in Melbourne, good old workmates. Nothing's yeah. changed with those two. It's still pretty no. much business as usual. No, I could, I could well imagine. As you, well, as, as you can the, imagine, except for the fact that Mark pretty much runs the joint. <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, yeah. Mark's gone from being the junior store boy to the, the head of pretty much. So yeah. good on him. No, no. Well, no, yeah. that, that's that's excellent. Now, couple of couple of good people. Uh, and on that note, I think we might uh, end this episode. So yeah. unless you've got anything else to add? No, I just want to say, uh, again, Happy New Year to everyone. Um, thanks for coming back for 2022. Uh, I know I'm, I'm excited about this show. We're, we're loving it. We're still enjoying it. You and I are still talking. That's a bonus. <laughs> um, That's so right. let's, let's keep it going for the, this whole year and yeah. have a bit of fun. Absolutely. So thanks for listening, everyone, to episode 25 of the Down South Photo Show. We will talk to you, I think, next week. Goodness me, we might get on a roll. Two in a row. Who what the hell? Uh, yeah. Happy New Year, everyone. We will see you on the Down South Photo Show next week. Cheers. Ciao.